Welcome to Private Banking Strategies Podcast with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks, your secret weapon to protect your assets and never have to start over financially again. Vance and Seth help high net worth individuals, families, business owners, and investors structure an asset-protected, tax-free fortress for their families. Learn how to keep what you earn and use the velocity of money to create your own private banking system. Join us on this journey as we explore the secret strategies of the rich and political elite and help you take total control of your financial security. Now, on to the show. What's good, y'all? It's C. Will, and this is the Passive Income Network. On this podcast, we talk about investing in assets that produce passive income. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment and say what's good. On this episode, we have a special podcast feature with Vance D. Lowe of Private Banking Strategies. Welcome to the show, Vance. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. I've really been looking forward to it. Oh, same here. This is going to be a great show. I know the audience will get a lot of good, valuable information. So let's let's begin with a little background of who you are and what put you into this path. Well, I've been a money manager for a long time, 37 years. Oh, nice. And then I had a life-changing event, you know, one of these things that just mess your whole life up. One of my clients brought me in a book about 19 years ago. Okay. And just screwed up my life <laughs> was Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. As a money manager and helping people trying to retire financially independent and being able to live longer than their money is going to last was, yep. was the goal. And then to find out that in my career and everything we were trying to do was wrong, <laughs> completely wrong. So we have, I think, some exciting news to share with everybody that'll tailor exactly what you're focused on and everything else. So I'm really looking forward to this. Oh, thank you. Let's well, let's get into it. Let's start with, can we start with 401ks? Sure. Okay. So I want to start with a 401k and a little, a little side note. I was working for a company and, you know, we're investing our money into this 401k. They gave us a, a matching up to 7%. I found out there was a vesting schedule on there. So it has to be after five years, you can get the 7% match. And very frustrating. And a lot of my peers don't like the fact that you have to you know, wait. And then you, they realize you receive a lot of penalties if you take out money early and things of that nature. What is your opinion on 401ks? Well, let me start with telling you what the founder of 401ks said two years ago. Oh, 401ks are dead. I wish I had never invented the monster. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the the thing with that. This is where we want to go. We want to break away. I'm all about breaking away from what's called the herd mentality. Okay. So you have to dig in. Who is the herd mentality? Why do we think the way we do about money or the false notions that we have about money that are incorrect. Why do we think they're correct? Yes. And it all stems from banking. Banking, you know, took over our country back in the early 1900s. People don't know we lost a war. I call it the war of 1900 when the federal reserve took over. 
1913? Yeah, they took, they, it was the Federal Reserve that created the IRS. It was the Federal Reserve that mandated Social Security. It was the Federal Reserve, which is the worst, took over our education system and yes. totally extricated, completely eliminated what America grew up on and made us so powerful when it came to money. So in a 401k, you know, we believe we want to put the money to work and there's always choices in 401ks, right? Yes, there's a few. <laughs> and everybody looks at 401ks and they look at the average returns. Now, if we follow, oh, oh gosh, I'll think of his name here in a minute. Anyway, he advises us to make sure we always ask the correct questions and we don't there is a difference between average rate of return and yield. Mm. And if you ask the wrong questions, you're going to get wrong information and make wrong decisions. I have managed assets all my life. Let me give you a good example. Someone gives me a hundred thousand dollars to invest for them. Yes. In year one, I double it. In year two, I lose 50%. In year three, I gain 25%. And in year four, I lose 12 and a half percent. Now, those math whizzes out there, <laughs> they were able to keep up with me. Yeah, you go, know how confusing. much is in the account at the end of four years. And it's within $12,000 of $100,000. But guess what I get to publish is the average rate of return. 25% average rate of return. So if you ask me that question, wow, 25%, I'm going to invest in that. Yeah. Had you asked the right question, what's the yield on this account? Yield means money put in the account that cannot be reversed. Zero. <laughs> now, how likely are you to invest in that? We, we so wouldn't do it. When we look at stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that, and we are taught to go after the wrong information. So therefore, we're not going to get the right information. We've gotten away from good, solid, risk-adverse investments. They've been out there, and they still clip along right with the, the net returns of, of Wall Street or even higher, especially when Wall Street you know comes tumbling down. So that was the ship that we turned. So in your situation with all of your clients, one of the things that we need to tell people is if you score big, <laughs> yep. if crypto finally comes back in and gets going, we hope so. What are you going to do with the windfall? Because you're already programmed to give it all away back to the banks. See, the banks always get the money back, don't they? They do every time. So let's tell our audience this puzzle, this question. Everybody has monthly expenses, you know, just to live. Yes. Okay. Well, we've also been told never, ever, ever spend principal unless define principal, which is the money we earn yep. after taxes that we bring in. We can never spend that. Well, everybody around us is spending that on expenses and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So the question is, if enough people do the wrong thing, does that make it right? No, it does not. It doesn't. So we show people how to get back. 100% of their monthly expenses every single month. Now, it's not quite the way we're, they're thinking. Wow, you, you, you can't do that, you know? But you can because there's major missing components. The banks always, 
get the money back. If the banks can do it, so can you. So you can live that principle. I think the biggest mistake from being really successful with money is people choose not to be successful. They go after quick fixes. Oh, you know, this might solve my problem. This, rather than to learn how money works. You have to know what the problem is in order to solve it. Okay. I Which agree. is only God to money. So we call it the 10% rule. You're supposed to pay yourself first, right? Yes. You have to assure that you're going to get, you know, better off every month than you were the month before. That's the only way you can do it. Well, people sacrifice that 10% because when they get down through all their money, they got one more bill. Every <laughs> and time. And it's exactly the amount that they paid themselves. And so they take that money to pay the bill and they pass up the best investment opportunity they ever had. If you become a client of your own private economy, <laughs> I don't want to say that out loud. Yeah, you got to whisper that way. Secret, setting up your own private economy, then you're a client. So the client needs money. You just paid yourself 10%. The whole purpose of paying yourself money is to put it to work and earn a fantastic income, right? Yes. So if you want your earnings high, couldn't you finance that bill for him? The whole difference is you're going to get the money back and you could set up a repayment schedule that will fit your budget and still charge 50% interest. Now you just put, what was it? A thousand dollars, whatever it is to work, producing an income at a certain amount, totally tax-free inside your own economy. And this is again, information that they don't want out. There are, you create no taxable events and you put your money to work instead of putting it to sleep. I like the way that sounds. Is that the infinite banking strategies we're talking about here? Right. This is what we do. So we try to make this come alive for people. And then we talk about yield. So we don't push product other than the old style banking contract. And it's mainly where to store your money until you can put it to work. Okay. I need to put my money someplace that'll kind of keep place with inflation, but I have access to it and I can lend it out. So if we could just convince everybody that you finance everything you buy, that our mentors who told us the best way to get through life is to pay cash were wrong. Yes, <laughs> okay. Definitely wrong. Definitely wrong that we finance everything. So if we're in our twenties or thirties and we go buy $2,000 worth of stuff and the money's gone, we think, well, that only costs us $2,000. Uh-uh. It would start at $20,000 and probably be $200,000 that it actually cost us in mm -hmm. lost doubling. We show people how to double assets every two and a half years. It's not hard at all. Mm -hmm. The people who have your 401k money, that's what they do with it. They double it every two, you know, two and a half years. How much do we get, you know, for investing? Not much. Okay. The banks. Now, banks actually cheat. They factor. <laughs> so every time a dollar comes in, they get to lend out 10. Yes. Okay. The fraction of reserve banking. I'm, I'm very yep. much. You've so got all that. Yeah. I don't well, like that. The reason that I think crypto is so popular is that it's supposed to be untainted, you know, a maximum number. The only problem may be, and, and you know, we're kind of maybe seeing that, is they keep creating more cryptocurrency.
Yes. <laughs> yes, that's why you got to stick with Bitcoin, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This point. Bitcoin is, is the perfect example of, of success. And, and, you know, I don't know if government can get control of it or not. I hope not. I hope not either. So, okay. So a few, a few questions and let's, let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. How do you use the same dollar twice? That, that's okay. always the big question. Is it perfect yeah, yeah. example? And I think, I think this will get people to really understand how we think differently about money. You have a car loan. You owe $10,000 on that loan left. Okay. And your monthly payments, 500 bucks a month. And you had to get a high interest rate. Let's say it was 10% on the interest. Vance Low Lending Institution would buy that debt in a heartbeat. Why? Why, what would be the reason most people say I would be interested in buying that debt they want to get to the monthly payments themselves yeah okay actually you were right most people are going to say well guys you're going to make 10 percent on that money okay if it was zero interest i wouldn't change my enthusiasm here's why i'm going to have to come up with ten thousand dollars to buy that car loan right yes the only thing you're going to notice is that oh somebody bought my loan i got to make payment to a different address Okay. Nothing changes for the person paying. What is interested, interesting to me is the volume rate of return. It's 500 bucks a month, isn't it? Yes. Five times 12 is 6,000. 6,000 divided by my money at work. That's a 60% volume rate of return. Correct? Yes. Is that high enough? Uh, I hope oh, so. we sound disappointed. Let's make it <laughs> tax free. If we went, you know, it isn't a matter of getting the 10 back. It's a matter of getting all the money back on the cars. See, now we're getting the principal back. Those payments represent the dollars coming back in. Okay. So I invested 10, I'm getting $6,000 per year. Now, if I add that up times five, what is that? 36? Yeah, about. Okay. That's not the power of banking. That's financial planning. Financial plannings are born and bred by banks to get the money back. Banking comes in as what do you do with that $6,000? If I put it to work and buy more debt at the same rate of return, because 60% is midstream, that's another $3,600 a month in year two, along with $6,000. Mm-hmm. And I do it again. Now I've got two 36s and six year three and year four. Okay. So I moved from 36 up to $66,000 in five years. Now, how are we doing? A lot better than we were doing. So let's take the 10,000. Let's double it once to 20. Let's double it twice to 40 and we're at 66. So we're doubling money at the rate of at least two and a half years. How much risk do we have to take? Doesn't seem like that much. Especially if it's your own loan, right? Yes. Do you trust the guy in the mirror? You should. (laughs) This is how money comes back. It's banks don't give away free money. At least I missed that day. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe in 2020 they do. Oh yeah. They lend the money out. Money is always at an expense, even to ourselves, when we decide it's worthless and we do this every day, we spend it and it's gone forever. Don't do that. Put it in your bank and then borrow it from your bank, put it to work, 
the new income is going to pay that loan off plus interest and it's the bank that gets the money back. What if you own that bank? Did that story feel like it was about you? Do you feel like you are generating a lot of revenue but are not moving forward as fast as you would like? Do you feel you should be making more progress toward your financial goals? Do you feel stuck? Let us help you get unstuck. Are you ready to take action and get your own private bank? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com. Yeah, so got me thinking, is this a life insurance product? Because I know you can borrow the, from- The certain... life insurance product is the place where you store your money. money. Okay. You don't store it in our banking system because the banks are failing. Yes. All money, all accounts in banks, ownership changes to the banks to, because of the Dodd-Frank Act. You do not own your checking account, your savings accounts, or anything at the banks. You're equity investors in those failing banks. And believe me, they are so close to failing. Oh. It's unbelievable. Yes, they, they're definitely failing. We see it happen every day now, it seems. In the last eight weeks, three, four major banks worse than right. the 2008 crash. So that, that scares me and a lot of my, my audience as well. Like, for example, that is why we buy crypto and we, put, we, we self custody storage. And then there are platforms that let us borrow against it so we can use the dollar again. But as you know, too, crypto is very volatile and we don't want volatility on our money. So we use life insurance policies. You can have access to your money in there if you treat it like a company. Okay. Instead of like, you know, it's not going to be when you start up a company, you're not going to get 100% profit out in year one. Never. It, it takes a little while. As a matter of fact, we discover that business is all, everything we do in America is related to these contracts in life insurance. Life insurance has this, the skeleton outline of how to operate. A business is successful usually in year five. They start taking profits anywhere from three to seven. Okay. Well, that's what whole life insurance, when it starts to kick in, is anywhere from three to seven. But we can supercharge that. If in our business, we start it up and we can have access to 60% in year two, 75, 85, and then 100%, and then over 100% from then on. In year five, if I show people a guaranteed investment that you put a dollar in, it automatically grows to a dollar twenty. How many of those do we want? Tax free? Yeah, much as we can. So it's it is a product, but only it's a tool. So you have to be skilled in how to use that tool. The second best, and most people homeowners have this, is access to a home equity line of credit. The HELOC, yes. The third is access to credit cards. I can help people go from nothing with a $5,000 you know, monthly income to owning 10 real estate properties free and clear with a $15,000 credit card. That's all they had. Sign me up. Years. Okay. <laughs> That's third best. That's not the best thing out there. What we're trying to tell you is better if you store your money. You pull it out and, and put it to work, but it's still earning all the guaranteed interest rates as if it was never out. So, okay. So my understanding, you set up your infinite bank. It earns yield via insurance, right? And and other fees. Yeah, and other all the profits that a bank would get. Okay. And then if you want to use the money, you can borrow the money 
from yourself essentially, and mm-hmm. then go make that money work somewhere else. But at the same time, that money that you borrowed is still growing. Right. That what we're saying here. That's what we're saying here. Life insurance companies, when we're, we're faced with a, a unknown world of, of just our whole life fracturing. Okay. Everything's unsafe. Where's the safe money. So where did the bank owners see the bank owners were already sold all their stock. They did that several years ago. Yeah. Where did they put their money into insurance in these contracts? Yes, they've, exactly. They've never lost the strategy and it's called a tier uh, money level. It doesn't even need to be audited. It's, it's ironclad. It can't be fractured fractured or anything this is where they store their money this is their executive president vice president golden handcuff retirement pension programs they don't give them the policies they just borrow the money out of these contracts pay them their bonus at retirement now they got a seven hundred thousand dollar hole they can fill back up with more money and when the guy dies they're going to pocket three to seven million dollars in death benefits so life and our banks really are heavily into this strategy. Yes, yes, because it does make sense. Is there's more protections because it looks like, it's like so the FDI FDIC insurance that's only up to a certain amount. But when, what you're talking oh, about, and it's gone by the way, it's already completely depleted. Yeah, I think they're yeah trillions behind, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The, to, before the first bank fell, you know, several weeks ago. Yes. They had, I think, $150 billion. That was it. That's all they had in the Federal Reserve against $17 trillion on deposit. Doesn't make any sense. But that's all the way it's just always <laughs> the way it was has been. It's not safe in a bank. Okay, okay. Infinite banking strategies. Okay, it does definitely make sense. So how how does one set something up like that? Like a lot of my audience is between the ages of 20 and 45. That's a better question. What advice do you have for us that's in 20 to 45 and we do want to build wealth outside of the traditional systems like the 401k? Get proper education. Probably one of the best sources for pure, unadulterated information is um, ibcinstitute.org. Let me write that down. Or our website. In our website, what we do... That's the, for, what's the website again? Make sure web, the other one? No, uh, your, your, your website. So I'll, I'll put that on there later. Yeah. Privatebankingstrategies.com. Dot com, yep. If people will download our book, we've got all kinds of podcasts on there on all different topics. We'll set someone up to take it for a test drive, free of charge. It's an eight-year analysis if they'll just load some num- their numbers in so that they can relate to it. Okay. We'll show them. Side by side, we do not do any growth. We just do math over this eight-year period, month by month, so you can just add it all up, and you can see the difference. And you can decide, hey, I'm going to be better off learning the strategy than without going the way I am now. So, you know, that's that's what we do. If they, if they'll go there. They can find – they can go to Nelson Nash. They can find – and they can help be aware of all the pornography – IBC stuff out on the web. Most people are selling product. They just say, oh, this is, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Here's the product. Yes. Well, are you going to teach me how to do the investment, the the banking? And Oh, we don't do that. We, we can't afford to do that. You know, are there, there, I think the biggest thing right now is that it's called 
80-10 or 90-10 splits. In order to build these contracts, it's several different components of single pay yes. and base. And it's a catch-22. Everybody wants base that is successful to be as high as possible. Well, the people who are in it for the quick fix want the cash value right up front. So they put too much into what they call a paid up additions writer or the term writer or whatever else. So you've got oh, different writers on the policy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We actually end those writers after four years and take that money if they want to continue to put it in to the second one. Remember, we're after a whole bunch in year five because we're over 100 percent, you know, mm. efficient. So yeah, you're teaching. So what you're teaching that private banking strategy is the real strategy in the education of how to do what right. you just described. You've got no, to not a product, but the real education. Yeah, you have to fix the money problem. We have people calling us all the time. Well, you know, I've been told about a trust. I've been told about a HELOC. I've, I've been all of that too. I've heard about it. That's those are products. You got to fix the reason <laughs> that you're trying to you know do something, and it all stems back to money. You know, we're letting monies just flow through our hands back to the banks. And they're saying they're not even thanking us, <laughs> but they treat us like sheep and cattle. It's called the herd mentality. Yeah. And the sad news, see, I'm supposed to be retired over 20 years ago, but I work three days a week because I have a passion for this. The clients always win, Okay, mm -hmm. but they've got to know how money works. They've got to learn how it is that money grows and it isn't from interest rates. My heart sinks when people refinance because they think they're getting a lower interest rate and they don't. Yeah. It, only in America <laughs> can we get away with these fraudulent contracts. Oh, yes, yes. I, I've been to like UAE and Dubai. You can't do that type of stuff over there. You just you can't do that because a 3% mortgage, if it's only 3%, on payment 360 mm -hmm. and everyone is higher than that starting at 97 percent how can you call that a three percent loan you can't okay no. and people switch on the average every five years thinking they're getting a better rate and they go right back up into the 90 percent interest rates mm. and half of them don't believe it when you tell them well look at your amortization schedule for crying, crying out loud. What did this month's payment, how much was interest and how much was principal? Most of it seems to go to interest. It's all interest and then yes. when you refinance they do not repay the unearned interest on those loans. They keep it. Yep. That's a crime in and of itself. Yeah, because they're so, giving you a, just essentially a brand new loan to start yeah. over, as you said. For people, if they're stuck with a 6% or even 8% or even 12%, still don't refinance. All of our clients have bought their mortgages within five years, and they didn't change anything. They just changed who got the money. This is called getting the money back over and over again. It <laughs> yes. doesn't take very long at all. You're owning your debt. Now, I didn't say pay off. To the yes. outside world, it's paid off. But they bought the debt. Now they have that mortgage payment coming in because the guy in the mirror, he just got noticed that, oh, your your payment address has changed. Yeah, that's okay? it. Yeah. So, and that's all tax-free. So oh, okay. outflow of $1,000 to inflow, of a thousand, that's a two thousand dollar swing from minus 
to positive. Okay. Yes. If we concentrate on that at the end of the day, who gets the money? That's the game. Mm. That's the secret. I like that. Okay. This is, you know, we got to start to slowly close out. I know you the audience there going to be like, oh, a lot of questions. So we're going to have to do this again, for sure. I'd be more than happy to. We're going to have to because I still have a list of things I need to get to, but we'll, we'll have to save it. I appreciate that. Yes. So is there anything else you would like to say before we close out, like any jewels or also and give your information again where they can find you if someone wants to work with you? Yeah. PrivateBankingStrategies.com is the place to go to find out a little bit about us and, and set up to take it for a test drive for yourself. Okay. But the whole thing isn't we're not going to sell anything. If a person is educated and they start asking the right questions, we can proceed. But mm. you're given a, a lot of homework to do. You've got to discover this stuff on your own. But what would it be like to get out of this dark tunnel and every step you're taking, there's more and more real truth and real light. Oh, I don't have to rework for this money. Live the three laws, 10%, never spend principal, and work from a well-defined financial plan. Mm. And we've chosen, the majority of us, even listening on here, have chosen not to do those three things. You can't succeed without them, period. I agree. And you can't fail if you put them in your life and they're always updated. Mm. Oh, I love it. All I right. have my horn. Where's my horn at? I need to sound the horn right now. <laughs> well, thank you, Vance. I really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Did that story feel like it was about you? Do you feel like you are generating a lot of revenue but are not moving forward as fast as you would like? Do you feel you should be making more progress toward your financial goals? Do you feel stuck? Let us help you get unstuck. Are you ready to take action and get your own private bank? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com.